A man has been hospitalized after singing too much karaoke. And a cathedral in Britain opens a miniature golf course inside to draw fans. And the demand for white American sperm surges in Brazil. These are the weird stories for Monday. This is Weird AF News. This is your host, Jonesy. I hope you had a nice weekend. Hope you enjoyed the Florida Friday stories as well. Uh, By the way, Weird AF News is the only weird news daily podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm very proud to say, and I'm very happy that you're here. Let's do it. Hardcore wife swapping booty buffet. Hardcore wife swapping booty buffet. Hard, 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 hardcore, hardcore wife swapping booty buffet. Booty, booty, booty buffet. Hardcore wife swapping booty buffet. Smoke a fatty and laugh it up with Jonesy in Weird AF News. A man has been taken to the hospital for singing too much karaoke. A karaoke injury. This is serious stuff. A man who said that he sang about 10 high-pitched karaoke songs in a row was recently admitted to a hospital in China after suffering from a collapsed lung. This guy really gave it his all. He thought he was on America's Idol. America's Idol? (laughs) America's Got Talent, American Idol. I don't watch those shows. No wonder why I screwed it up. So this enthusiastic karaoke singer has been identified as a 65-year-old man with the surname Wang. Yeah, I'm sure there's not many of those in China. You've really narrowed it down, article, as to who this guy is. A guy with the last name Wang in China? Simple. Describing the injury after his hospitalization, Wang was quoted as saying, I was very excited in the heat of the moment, and after singing a few songs at karaoke with very high notes, I found myself having some breathing difficulties. He said initially he felt a pain in his left lung. My guess is that's the lung that collapsed. Way to give it your all, Wang, 65 years old. This guy's just like, he's like, no, nah, I'm not going to mail it in. I'm going to seriously deliver these songs the way they were intended. I'm going to sing until my lung collapses. <laughs> the news t- newspaper reported the man had ignored the issue at first, but was taken to a local hospital about 24 hours later as the pain grew. Doctors found the collapsed organ. Oh, Yes. Karaoke injuries abound. I once covered, I don't know if I covered a story or just read it. There is one country where if you don't sing Frank Sinatra's My Way the correct way, they will kill you. People have been shot and killed or stabbed and killed over their uh, fumbling of this Frank Sinatra song, which apparently in this country, I can't remember which one, they they consider it a sacred song. So it's a dangerous thing to even try to sing it. Isn't that wild? So that's a karaoke injury. That's a serious one. Who knew you could collapse your lung? And I go all out at karaoke. Oh, man, I'm good. I'll jump on the table. I don't give a damn. I'll break dance. I beatbox. I do it all. Sometimes I'll sing a song that has a, it's a duet, but I'll just do it myself. I'll sing the, the lady part, and I'll sing the guy part. <laughs> Never suffered a collapsed lung from that, but I should be careful. Apparently you can die if you sing too high. Yes, the article says 
that a doctor named Peng Bin Fei said the injury could have been life-threatening, noting that it had likely been caused by singing high notes. The doctor advises against taking part in karaoke sessions that last more than two hours at a time. It remains unclear which songs Wang had been singing, the article says, or whether or not Wang finished that last song. I'd like to know what kind of karaoke trooper this guy really is. (laughs) You'll be happy to know the article tells you that the technical name for a collapsed lung is called pneumothorax, and the symptoms include sudden chest pain and shortness of breath and unable to finish the chorus of double vision. (laughs) Fear my eyes in that double vision. A pneumothorax occurs when air leaks into the space between your lung and your chest wall, and they tell you how it works. And It also can be caused by a blunt or penetrating chest injury, such as playing football. Well, this article really gives you some information on the treatment of neuro- pneumothorax. I don't think this is important at all. The article also says that there was a student living in Florida... <laughs> who wanted to warn social media users recently about the potential dangers of vaping after he suffered a collapsed lung because of vaping. Imagine if you're vaping and singing Jump Around by House of Pain at the same time. That's definitely going to be two collapsed lungs. But you'll get a nice applause break, I'd imagine. I'm astounded that this guy got to sing ten songs in a row. I've been to karaoke many times. You're not allowed to sing ten songs in a row, although I've wanted to. The, K- the KJ, also known as the karaoke jockey, usually won't allow that unless you tip them handsomely or if you go during a snowstorm to the karaoke bar and you're the only one there. Then you can sing 10 in a row, I'd imagine. One time I rented a private karaoke room just myself. It was BYOB. I brought a six-pack and I sang for two hours all by myself. No one could stop me. <laughs> it was amazing. That was one of the best times I've ever had in my life. Singing karaoke all alone in a small room. Thankfully, I didn't have a collapsed lung or anything of the sort. I recommend it as a good therapy for yourself. You know, if you're having a bad week, just go to karaoke alone, rent a room, and just get it out, man. Sing some Metallica, whatever it is. And who cares if you sing bad? No one's there to witness it. Nobody. I'm so good at karaoke, though. I wanted people to witness. I've won many a karaoke contest. I don't know if I've told you this on Weird AF News, but man, Jonesy has a track record with that stuff. Got to say, though, I never even considered that I could ever get injured doing karaoke. You know, other than like if I sang a song nobody liked and they threw a bottle at me, you know, I never thought that, you know, my internal organs could be injured from such a thing. You have a blacked out at karaoke and then the next day your friends have to tell you what songs you sang? Just me? Have you ever been on some serious uppers at karaoke and you you screwed up the song because you sang it way too fast? <laughs> have you ever been singing karaoke and no one's really enjoying it so you just start telling jokes? No? Just me? Hold for playing. Fairway to Heaven, a UK cathedral golf course draws fans. This is in Rochester, United Kingdom, 
A miniature golf course that was built inside a medieval English cathedral to encourage families to visit the church this summer is proving a match made in heaven. And there's a little controversy, of course. The nine-hole mini course in the Rochester Cathedral in southern England, which dates back to 604 AD, has been drawing in families since the miniature fairways were rolled out last week. The course will stay inside the cathedral through August, in the latest move by the Church of England to try and do something about the dwindling congregations in an increasingly secular Britain. English, Jonesy, what are you saying? Oh, I'm just telling you that the church, in order to get more people to come to church, now are doing crazy things like putting a miniature golf course inside the church. What next? I have no idea. A little circus inside there? I'm going to bring in some clowns. Balloon animals in the middle of a sermon. Why not? Bring in a DJ, play some trap songs. <laughs> Poor Britain, becoming more secular, the article says. What's secular, Jonesy? I think it means not very religious anymore. Yeah, so this is what's happening all over the world, as a matter of fact. But, you know, I don't think the church can do much about it. Installing a miniature golf course is it's kind of fun, it's kind of cool, but I, I really don't think you're going to then, you know, convince people to just keep coming to church after that. In fact, you're going to make it more difficult on yourself. You're going to have to put up entertainment all the time to get them to come. You know, if you do a golf course, they're going to, you know, this is just temporary. They're going to want to know, well, what are you doing next month? What do you got over there? Can you put a water slide in? I mean, I'm not going unless you do something. Here's a quote from somebody at the cathedral. The cathedral's full of people playing adventure golf. It's absolutely wonderful. <laughs> is it? <laughs> is it awesome that they're inside your church? Is that your only goal, to get them under the roof? I mean, you know, if you're not going to convert them to regular customers, then what's the... <laughs> is it really that good? <laughs> I don't know. This lady says that the visitor numbers were up more than 80% compared to the same period in 2018. And she said that other cathedrals are making similar outreach efforts. Norwich Cathedral has installed a 50-foot helter-skelter ride inside its nave. A helter-skelter ride? That sounds amazing. What is that, a roller coaster? Got to get to the bottom of that. Litchfield Cathedral in July unveiled a replica of the moon's surface on its floor as a visitor attraction. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. I didn't hear about that. I'm pretty on top of the weird stuff, too. I didn't hear about that at all. They put the moon's surface on the floor? How are you going to pay attention to the sermon when there's a moon on the floor? I don't understand. If you could turn to chapter 3, verse 4, Corinthians, you're like, uh, what? I'm sorry. I'm really stoned, and I'm looking at this moon floor, bro. <laughs> Bible's going to have to take a back seat to the moon floor. <laughs> there has been some criticism mostly on social media, about the golf course inside the church. The lady that quoted earlier, was quoted earlier, she said it's really not all that inappropriate. People coming in, they're discovering that they're welcome and, you know, everything that the cathedral has to offer them, and it's really positive. Quite a lot of people haven't been here before, but they all say they'll be back. <laughs> yeah, they'll be back to play another nine holes, dummy. They're not coming back for all you have to offer. You think kids give a damn about church? 
All they want to do is play games, video games. You got to put a golf course or have a, I don't know, a Fortnite contest, a Fortnite tournament in your church. Now you'll get the kids in. But even then, it's not a great idea because it's not going to convert them. They're coming for the wrong reasons. I don't know what you do to get people to, to, to go to church these days. I have no idea. This is, this is a tough task. I wish I could help you, Cathedrals of the UK. By the way, I'd love to make a Cathedrals of the UK tour. That would be amazing. I'd go to all the churches that are doing some weird shit, like golf courses inside, batting cages, whatever you're doing in there. Having a burlesque show at halftime. <laughs> I'm going to go to all your extracurricular cathedral activities. The cathedral partnered with a local charity that manages a nearby historic crossing over the River Medway to create a course themed around bridges, you'll be happy to know, to inspire young people to learn more about engineering as well. Yes, come to our golf course, learn about engineering. Learn about Jesus while you're at it. I'm looking at a picture of the golf course. I I was hoping that um, there would be like a giant Jesus statue that you would have to like put through the legs of, you know, like a biblical themed course. Like you got to, in order to get it into the hole, you got to hit it through the burning bush <laughs> or something. There's like a giant Noah's Ark that you hit it inside instead of your typical windmill that you get, you know, biblical themed miniature golf course items. Maybe like the devil is laying down with its mouth open and there's fangs and you got to hit it into the devil's mouth. That would be amazing. <laughs> am I am I crazy? But I just feel like they should have ran with the theme instead of the bridges. Really? Come on. You're in a church, man. Live it up. <laughs> you know, I want a big statue of Mary and I got to hit it between her legs. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Did I cross the line there? Shoot. I'm just saying, get with it. Because as of now, each hole, it says, is actually engin- is an engineered replica of an actual bridge with players hitting the balls over the spans of these bridges. But, like, I don't see biblical themes in them, in the putt-putt here. Here's a quote from six-year-old Oscar who went, Golf is my favorite thing. It's really hard and really good, this course. See that? Kids love it. They're not coming back again, but... <laughs> They love your course. Regular visitors to the cathedral, renowned for having one of the finest Romanesque facades in England, seemed unperturbed by the flocks of mini-golf disciples. At first sight, it's quite shocking, said Peter Scully, age 70, a retired head teacher on the 19th stop of a tour of all 27 medieval cathedrals still standing in England. <laughs> what? You're on, a, you're on a 27 cathedral tour, bro? Get a life. I'm kidding. No, that sounds like fun. Seriously. Especially if they all have golf courses inside. What's 27 times 9? How many holes is that? (laughs) Peter says, But if you stop to think about it, it's no different to how it was in the Middle Ages. You know, saying that people back then would bring animals and hold markets inside cathedrals. Is that what they did? Bring animals inside? Yeah, I suppose. Uh, This is a lot different than that, though. I mean, this is using... Pure entertainment, a a total distraction to trick people into enjoying church, to trick people to coming inside your church so that you can then convert them to some sort of ideology, whatever you're you're peddling on the ideological marketplace these days. 
Yeah. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. It's tough out there on the ideological marketplace. These churches are, it's old school, baby. It's old school in a new world. It's trying to upgrade. You got to build an app. Just build an app, cathedral. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. What do you guys think? Is this sacrilegious? Have a golf course in your church? Or is this okay? Given the current landscape <laughs> of secular society. Damn, there's some big words. I'm juicing today, baby. The best gift I got all year was a bag of dicks that one of my loyal listeners sent me on my birthday. It was the best. I laughed so hard. It was so fun. And I want you to know that you can, you can serve somebody something such as this. You can prank someone very fast, very easy, very affordably, very anonymously with pranksanonymous.com. Send your friend a glitter bomb for their birthday. Why not? Pranksanonymous.com has dick glitter, poop glitter, sperm glitter. Oh, what else? The biggest glitter bomb in the world. The mega glitter bomb. Send your roommate a bag of dicks, a bag of boobs, whatever. Mail them a frustration box and just watch them struggle for hours trying to open this box. Unbelievable. The pranks. There's a promo code, WeirdAFNews. That's right. You get 10% off your first order with the promo code WeirdAFNews. 10% off your entire Pranks Anonymous store owner. Isn't that cool? You can make your pranks very personal with upgrades and customization options. Just give them the address of the loved one that you want to prank and they take care of the rest. Go to PranksAnonymous.com for legit pranks at low prices. Use the promo code WeirdAFNews. PranksAnonymous.com Demand for white American sperm is surging in Brazil. Yes, the demand for sperm from blue-eyed, blonde, white American men is skyrocketing in Brazil. Women are importing the sperm of American men at unprecedented rates, says a report. And blue-eyed Caucasian males are the most sought-after donors. That's right, baby. That means me. Although no one's paying me for my sperm. I can't say I blame you. I don't have the best of genes. I'm five foot six, always cold and allergic to everything. Yeah, I'm not making a warrior. <laughs> I'm not making anybody that's going to be getting accolades on the battlefield. Here's me on the battlefield. Can someone give me a hoodie? I'm pretty cold. <laughs> no, no, I got the I got the genes not for war. I got the genes for. If you want to make a very funny, witty Yelp review, that's that's what I provide. Those are my jeans. Hilarious. A li- like a funny Venmo, I paid you uh, description. That's where. That's what my jeans are all about. Perhaps, though, Brazil was so desperate for blue-eyed American DNA that maybe I, could, maybe I got a business here. I don't know. Let's, let's read the article. Let's find out exactly what's going on here. What are they looking for and why? Over the past several years, human semen imports from the U.S. to Brazil have surged as more rich single women and lesbian couples select donors whose online profiles suggest they will yield light-complexioned and preferably blue-eyed children, says a report. Wow. Last year, over 500 tubes of frozen blue-eyed semen entered Brazil. This is up from only like a dozen eight, nine years ago, notes the report. 
all the way up to 500 last year. That's outstanding. They're just really, they're saying, screw it. We're taking control of our breeding. (laughs) We want blue eyes. I don't know why. We just want it. We live in a crazy-ass world where you can just import tubes of sperm from other faraway places. Isn't that, isn't that amazing? I'm blown away by this. You look around you like, hmm, what, what kind of DNA am I surrounded by? Nah, don't like it. I'm going on Amazon. I'm going to order some shit from far away. <laughs> the vast majority of what we have and what we sell are the Caucasian blood-haired blue-eyed donors, says Frank Andreessen. Andreessen is the CFO of Seattle Sperm Bank, a bank that provides about a fourth of the country's sperm imports. With increasing gender equality, more and more Brazilian women are putting off marriage and children to establish themselves in the workforce. Additionally, the purchasing of sperm within the country is illegal. Thus, the demand for foreign sperm is not surprising. It's illegal to buy it, huh? In the country. It's like a black market sperm situation going on. I didn't know about that. That's really... Hey, I got your sperm here. Yeah? You want some blue-eyed sperm? You want some brown-eyed sperm? You want some sperm of somebody who did really well on their math test? Tall sperm? (laughs) But why are Brazilian women yearning for the sperm of blonde white males in a country where so much of the population is mixed race? The reasoning is seemingly economic, but also social, being tightly tied to the country's racial history. Race is perceived as an indicator of wealth and prosperity in Brazil. It is estimated that over 80% of the wealthiest top 1% in Brazil are actually white. I didn't know that. More than 50% of Brazilians are black or mixed race, a legacy of Brazil having imported more than 10 times as many African slaves than the U.S. did. It was the last Western country to ban slavery, actually, in 1888. The descendants of white colonizers and immigrants, many of whom were lured to Brazil in the late 19th and early 20th centuries, when the ruling elite explicitly sought to whiten the population, control most of the country's political power and wealth. In such a racially divided society, having fair-skinned offspring is often viewed as a way to provide a child with better prospects, from a higher salary to fairer treatment by the police. Brazilian women are therefore reportedly requesting blue-eyed donors specifically to up their probability of having a child with fair skin. And for the women with less money to spare on such a pricey process, they are looking to obtain the sperm they desire via Facebook. Every month, scores of Brazilian men post offers to impregnate women free, either by having sex or with a needleless syringe. A 61-year-old blonde, blue-eyed male and his wife essentially run a one-man sperm manufacturing business from their home. They see children as a way to perpetuate the genes and ensure the existence beyond death, say the report. This is crazy. Really? I mean, you just when you think you're like, hey, you know, we're we're moving away from racism. We're, we're, We're getting to better places, you know? Sure, sure, my country's got it all mixed up, but we're, you know, little by little, we're... We're having uh, we're having the conversation. That's for sure. Then you know you you look at other countries as well. They're worse off than us, I think, um, which is crazy to say, but it's kind of true. You know the whole dream of having a you know everybody love one another for who they are inside, and not to make judgments on their exterior appearances. 
Is it a pipe dream? I don't know. I dream about this. I, I dream about a future where I'll be dead and gone, but everybody will love one another. Just And then you just like you read stories like this. Or you just follow the American news and all the shootings. and I mean, oh, man, I hate to take the story to that place. You know, Weird AF News is always about feeling good and laughing. But, man, this is kind of crazy. Uh, okay, uncomfortable moment. Let's make it funny. Oh, reach into yourself, comedian, and figure it out. Figure it out. I'll tell you what. I didn't know this, but... Brazil really loves uh, blue-eyed men, which is really my only redeeming quality, if we're being real here. <laughs> my blue eyes. They're, hey, they're lovely. I'll admit that. They're lovely. I'm not going to say I got anything else on me that's as great. I got the I got the baby blues, though, baby. Perhaps I'm, you know, can't get a date in my country. Brazil, this seems to be my, my, my destination. <laughs> they're going to be very disappointed when they find out I've had a vasectomy, though. <laughs> <laughs> How long can I trick them? Just keep trying to have a baby. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> like we're not having a children. What's going on here? Should we? We should get you tested. I don't know if your sperm's working. <laughs> like, oh, I had no idea. I had a vasectomy. I must have. Shoot, I must have blacked out at a party and someone did it to me. I had no idea, baby. I swear. I swear. <laughs> can we keep trying? <laughs> oh, that's weird. Yeah, that's a good place to, to end. Yay! Hey, thanks for listening to the show, guys. This is Jonesy. I appreciate you, my weirdos. I hope you enjoyed the Florida Friday episode. Thanks for all of you who uh, emailed me articles for that. Uh, shout out to the callers, Jay from Sacramento and the angry Florida man who's just, he's, uh, he's not going to stop, I guess. Every time I do a Florida Fridays, he seems to get a little uh, irked, if I may be so mild about it. Uh... Those of you who emailed me, something sweet. Love you. Jennifer Dodson reached out and said, So, I don't get to listen to you until Monday mornings, but let me tell you, it's the best way to start the week. Oh, yeah. And guys I work with are from Florida, and I sing them the alligator song all the time. Thanks for making my week, Jen. Yes. Appreciate that. You guys can actually download the alligator song if you want. It's on the Patreon. Join the Patreon. Download the alligator song. I'm going to be putting up some other original songs that I've written on the show up there just little snippets you know these songs are very short but they're very impactful and pretty funny the alligator songs on there patreon.com slash weird af news check that out uh support the show support jonesy in his quest to build a weird af empire uh eric friedlander emailed me thank you eric he says hey man i love your podcast keep it weird i actually grew up in riverside county i love everything that you do from the singing to the commentary that you do about every story keep it weird bro your friend on the right coast. Oh, he's saying the West Coast is the right coast. Oh, well, Eric, you know I'm an East Coaster at heart. Definitely. You can take the boy out of the East Coast. You can't take the East Coast out of the boy. You can tell I'm East Coast by how angry I get. <laughs> how frustrated I get. You know, fast I talk. If you could see me, I move my hands a lot, too. This is like a... Yeah, I'm East Coast through and through. But I do... Oh, boy, do I love living on the West Coast. It's like... It's calmed me down a lot, and that's that's very, very helpful. Jonesy's psyche is very important at this stage of his life. <laughs> you hit a certain age and you go, oh, man, yeah, all right, I want to be, cal- I want to calm down a little bit. Blood pressure is a real thing to pay attention to, ain't it, guys? <laughs> it. 
Yeah, yeah, yes. Email the show anytime, man. I appreciate it. The nice emails that you send me complimenting me. If you got a if you got a gripe about what I'm doing, send it in. It's okay. You can send me articles as well. That's always helpful. It's funnyjones at gmail.com. The, the phone number is 646-450-2012. If any of my stories strike a nerve with you, you want to express yourself, just call in. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Funny Jones, on Facebook at Funny Jones, and on – I'm sorry, no, on Twitter at Funny Jones, and Facebook it's Comedian Jonesy. I'm happy to be here, happy to serve you. Hope you enjoy the stories all week, and I look forward to, I look forward to you lending me your ear, my loyal, loyal weirdos. Love you. Jonesy, of course we have an alligator nuisance hotline. What we should get is a weird AF news nuisance hotline for the poor people of Florida for when you call and berate us on your podcast. Anyway, I'm surprised that gator didn't eat that chocolate lab. I love chocolate-covered labs. Sounds delicious. Yeah, so this this is one time here I, 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 I was sitting out on my porch uh, overlooking the Everglades. I was on a little vacation in Southern Florida. And, uh... What in the hell is that noise? Do you hear that? That just might be a skunk ape. From many, many, many episodes ago. Listen close. You might be off in the distance. Oh, Jonesy, I may be in danger here right now. I, I gotta go. Jonesy, are you trying to say that this man was being negligent by letting his chocolate-flavored doggy swim in a canal full of large gators? I mean, come on now, Jonesy. We have an alligator nuisance hotline for a reason. When the alligators are being nuisances, we call. When Weird AF News is being a nuisance, what can we do? What can we do, Jonesy? What can we do? Yo, Jonesy, man. I had to call, bro. This is Jay from Sacramento. And I was just listening to your podcast. I missed the last two. So this is the one uh, the one before last that I'm commenting on. Hope I have enough time, bro. The radio, I mean, first of all, the dude that died at the party and was actually alive, then you got the Kent Hotel, and then the radioactive vodka, man. So first, I want to know, this party thing got to be weird, bro. First of all, dude dies at the party. How long was this party, bro? Or he supposedly dies, right? How long was the party? Like, you know how long it takes for cops to come, take the body, they check it for what you call it, take it to the place, pronounce dead, put in the morgue, bro. I mean, I don't know what it's like in Russia, but that would have been hours in our in our country, bro. So maybe they just slapped his ass straight somewhere. I don't know, bro. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so he dies, so they think. He goes to the morgue. They're still partying. So they keep partying, I guess. So long that he comes back and goes back to this party, man. I mean, that to me is like staggering, man. I, did anybody even think about that? Like, <laughs> that's crazy. And then you got the plant hotel, bro. I would not use this. Why would you use it? It just seems, well, you know, there's two things. First of all, 
um, you know, you might want to use it so that people don't go into your house because it just seems so easier, so much easier to me if you just have somebody come and do your plants. And I don't really care about this one, so I want to talk about the freaking what you call it, the last one, the radioactive vodka. If um, distilling something removes radioactivity, radioactivity from it so easily, then um, why do we have such a problem with radioactive things? So um, if that's the case, why don't we just distill stuff to purify it if it's so easy and removes radioactivity? That sounds kind of suspect to me, man. Um, yeah, um, supposedly when something's radioactive, it's screwed. So uh, how's it now all of a sudden you can just distill it and it's fine? Yeah. Anyways, this is James Sacramento. I'm out.